0: Sammy Ball, both 36 years old, 15 of the behind him. Gives no signs of the end of this amazing
1: career. Our is now number 1, the most in the This is Harry Hull. Redskins fans podcast. On today's show, we talk about Redskins news from the week, including London Fletcher and Ryan Kerrigan going to the Pro Bowl, Josh Morgan surgery, and not much more. This live with Aaron and John. Yo, 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 what's up, John? Yo, 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 yo,
0: what's up?
1: Excellent!
0: I've had a lot of coffee today. A lot of coffee. A bunch of I coffee. I just got home from work. We're doing a, a bit of a supplemental podcast. It's an official one, but we're throwing one, one together before Aaron runs off to us. Uh, it's a small world after all. The happiest place in the world where
1: I'm auditioning to be mayor of Main Street USA. Again.
0: I swear, Aaron... I didn't get the job last time, so I got to go try again. I swear, you. I, I, I'm starting to think that maybe you need to move to Orlando. Um... Celebration, perhaps. If I could
1: move into Main Street, I would. Otherwise, I don't want to.
0: There's no point. Maybe you could move into Epcot Center, like the big ball. (laughs) I want to move
1: into that apartment over uh, Casey's Corner Hot Dog Stand at Main Street. get a good view of the the, uh, fireworks from there.
0: You you lost
1: me. (laughs) Anyway. Uh welcome to episode number 317 in which we say oh, that what? wait, wait, who are we? Oh. We're com. That's true. We'd like to thank our benevolent sponsor.
0: Desmond David C, C- Lee. Lee. Oh, Desmond. Desmond C, C- Lee.
1: Uh Desmond Clee 2 on Twitter because Desmond Clee 1 <laughs> wasn't available. <laughs> and um uh yeah, Josh is driving somewhere around Chapel Hill at this point, so he can't be on
0: the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Well, we are doing this in the middle of the day. Um I get off work early usually in the afternoon, so we're we're throwing, we're slapping this slammy together.
1: This is basically the podcast to tell everyone that we can't do a podcast this week because me and Josh are traveling. But we figured we'd throw in a little nut few tidbits. Um there's not much non BR going on with the Redskins this week anyway, but
0: yeah, Aaron, right before we started, you brought up a really good point. This is the time of year when BR, the Bleacher Report, and all those other places start putting out just absolute nonsense junk. Because like there's zombies. nothing to write about.
1: They're like zombies. You just got to watch <laughs> out for them. It's like, uh, top ten,
0: ten top reasons.
1: ten reasons why Redskins will draft Honey Badger. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, oh, right.
1: And what is all this BR I kept seeing about how bad Tyler Columbus was? I thought he
0: did all right this season. I thought Tyler Columbus did did a heck of a job considering and he was.
1: I know, and all these BR people are like the Redskins really need a right
0: tackle. Columbus was so horrible. Did you guys think he was horrible? Because it didn't stand out in my mind that he was horrible. It didn't stand out in my mind either, to be perfectly honest. And you you especially watched the offensive line during the games, and, you know, there there are bits and pieces here and there that, that, I mean, yeah, we could definitely upgrade there, but I don't think that's our major concern. I, we, we don't have any depth.
1: I mean, he wasn't a Stefan Odd-by-Hire or, or anything. Yeah,
0: right. Or an Ali Haji Sheik. <laughs> he's like two Ali Haji Sheiks. <laughs> and he's a nimble lineman.
1: Anyway, yeah, I mean, I think our biggest concerns, if you want to re- go into this, even though it's not slated for this podcast, Obviously not, have, safeties, uh, and, is obviously cornerback safeties.
0: Cornerback safeties. and Number one and two. Yeah, there. And three. Yeah, really. And, and then, yes, I we think, do I, need I think, to add depth to the O-line. I think offensive line would be three. There, we could definitely upgrade a couple spots. Um, I have no idea, for instance, why Will Montgomery couldn't snap the ball properly in that last game. His hand was cold. That's probably what it was.
1: He was probably worried about his quarterback. Like, oh crap, is he even
0: standing back there? He probably was. Anyway, I we've the already The offensive discussed. line did, did decent, but yeah, I think it's more pressing that we get—I don't know—two cornerbacks and two safeties, and and just fill up, fill her up right there.
1: At least one each of those, and um, then maybe an offensive lineman third, and maybe a rangy linebacker. I Lendez- know, and I know what the BR is doing. They're trying to look for dudes like Honey Badger because he's not predicted to go as high as they think his talent is, right? And we don't have any draft picks. But, I mean, hopefully, and I saw in that one press conference with Shanahan where they asked him about if the Redskins were still fighting that salary cap issue. Mm -hmm. And he basically said something to the effect of, I'm not at liberty to discuss it or something like that. But he had that look on his face like, yes, we're fighting it. Like, I'm not allowed to talk about it still. But, yes, we're going to go after that. If we can get any of that money back, like say we get half of it back, if we got all of it back, I'd be ecstatic,
0: because we could go out and get some free agents. I think I think we obviously should. You know, the big news today is that the dictator, Roger Goodell, uh, reinstated Sean Payton, the coach of the Saints today. And it's kind of funny, because the dictator arrives in New Orleans, I think, tomorrow.
1: So he doesn't get Super completely destroyed by the people
0: of New Orleans? Right, pretty much, because he was supposed to be suspended until... Whatever day it was, they got suspended last year, which was not today. He was supposed to be suspended for a complete calendar year.
1: And uh, W is still suspended indefinitely, right? He's
0: pretty much done. I don't think W is going to be allowed to come back to the NFL.
1: And if he does, I don't know if anyone would hire him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Except for the Cowboys, maybe. Maybe the Cowboys. They need a defensive coordinator. They fired. Well, I'm not going to use the nickname that the press has been calling, but I will say it. They were calling him the dude in the press like right before he got fired, but he's nothing dude, like the dude way too cool, number one, to be a cowboy ever, and number two, he doesn't look anything like the dude. That guy's a big, fat, fatty. And number three, the dude is laid back and that guy's anything but. Because he's a Ryan, and you know he's untrustworthy because he's a Ryan. So anyway, like that, father, that like dude son. that I
1: couldn't stand got fired from Dallas?
0: Yeah, yeah. Sweet. Buddy Ryan's one son. The other one should get fired. He's a big, fat liar.
1: Yeah, I don't like those guys. They don't seem like a family that I would like to hang out with. They seem like a family if they lived on my block, I would try to ride on the other side of the street when I was riding my bike past.
0: It's <laughs> <laughs> a good analogy.
1: You don't want to get a rock thrown at you or something by one of the
0: Ryan boys. One of the Ryan boys would just come over and be like, "Hey," and like push you over. And steal your bike and ride it around. Not e- not even steal your bike, just like push you over and go ah! Yeah. For no reason. Anyway, and you're just like, "Dude, what's what is your deal?" I mean, you know how we always talk about
1: dudes that look like they would stink, but they don't. Those guys just look like they would be be mean, and they probably are.
0: They look like they'd be mean, and they have, you know, multiple vehicles on concrete blocks in their yards. Yeah. Anyway. And you know they both had rat tails when they were (laughs) there.
1: Rat tails grew into mullets. Anyway, enough about those losers, sir. Those losers, sir. Um... We don't have an itinerary this week. All right, a few things I wanted to touch on. Uh, Josh Morgan had a uh, surgery on his lower right leg, and it's all kind of a mystery, and the only reason people know about it is because he put it on Twitter.
0: Right, which is pretty interesting because we know that he was coming back from a big injury from, I believe, that same leg um, when he was playing for the 49ers the year before, and that's why he was having a great 2011 till that injury. And that's part of the reason, Aaron, though, you were so pumped that we were getting him because he, uh, he broke his right leg and tore the ligaments near his lower leg ankle area, was what they said. Last year. In in 2011.
1: Yeah. We don't know what this is for. It sounded like from his tweet that it might have been to like fix something they didn't quite get right in there or something.
0: That's that's what it said. His tweet was quote: Surgery was a success, painful but worth it. Thank you God. Time will time to heal and get back doing, and get back doing me like I really do. hashtag HTTR. whatever that is, whatever that means. Anyway, <laughs> get back doing me like I really do. It, 140 characters. It's it's hard to, it's, sometimes it's hard to to make your feelings completely known. I guess.
1: Yeah, I haven't heard <laughs> anything else about the RG three thing except for he's down in. Florida rehabbing his knee. Right. Have you heard anything?
0: I haven't heard anything else.
1: So he's doing what he's supposed to be doing. and
0: (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's going to be like that that Chicago Bulls commercial that was on recently, like about a month ago or so. I think it was in December. And they were showing all these people. It was on uh, Derek Rose, the player for the Bulls. Um, was
1: making a comeback that? Yeah, day. because
0: he. Yeah, because it's all like quiet. It's like Derek Rosie tours, I think ACL like right before or right in the first round of the playoffs, and that totally killed their team. He was, you know, it's like without RG three, we really didn't have a chance to probably advance in the playoffs. But but maybe. But anyway, you know, and then the, and then everything's like paused, and everyone's sad and sad music, and and then suddenly they show him like starting to work out and get himself worked back into shape and, you know, flowers are blooming and colors coming back to the pictures and everything. And, you know, I, 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 I'm kind of keep... that. My mind keeps going back to that commercial as to how we are with RG3 being hurt. And as we get rolling towards the season, like July and August, hopefully we're going to hear a lot of good news and just be like, he's coming back.
1: He's we coming. hope. We hope so. If anyone has the drive to do it, he does. I just hope he and AP have been sharing notes. Mm-hmm. Well, they shared the same doctor, which is a good sign. Yeah, what about that Derrick Rose guy? Who was his doctor? James Andrews? Probably. I hope
0: so, because he came back. He seems to be doing all right.
1: So anyway, that's the RG3 thing. The big news is that London Fletcher and Ryan and. Kerrigan have both been added to the Pro Bowl roster. Yep. So congratulations to, uh, to them, and proud we
0: are of them both. Of them, because you the know, 49ers are going to the Super Bowl. It, dude, have you heard... The 49ers and Ravens are coached by brothers. Have you heard that news? That's big news. I heard it on Good Morning America today. <laughs> was was George Stephanopoulos just pontificating about it? Oh my goodness, it's going to bring such ratings.
1: But this is what I said about it. People <laughs> were asking me what I thought about the brothers coaching and I, I it just reminded me of that scene from um princess bride with the guy with the poison and he's like and you think that i'm gonna <laughs> drink this but i know that you think that so i'm gonna choose this but that you know what i'm talking about but clearly me. i cannot
0: drink the glass in front of me <laughs> yeah, but that. you know that i'm heart sicilian so you can't trust me so clearly you cannot drink the glass in front of you <laughs> yes yeah, it's, it's gonna be like that but with coaching strategy it's like gonna be totally mind games across the field back and forth i'd, I'd love to know how many times they look at each other during that game, just to try to get a glimpse of the other one and see if they can read body language or anything. I mean, I think it's going to be really intriguing. I just, God, I don't know what's going to be more annoying from the press, though, hearing about how they're brothers or Ray Lewis.
1: Well, I won't hear about much of it because I'm going to be in the happiest place on earth most of next week, well, all of next week, well, most of next week until, like, Thursday. And the game's Sunday, so I'll get back in time to decide if I'm going to have some kind of Super Bowl get-together.
0: Yeah, I, I I am having a pro championship football uh get together here at Harry Hog Studios East. Let Sounds me like ask a, let me ask you a question.
1: Kids, Speaking of the Super Bowl, John, yes, yes, how many times have the Redskins been to the Super Bowl?
0: The Super Bowl itself. The Super Bowl, not including the World Championships we won in thirties. Yeah, before. not concluding before there was a Super Bowl. How many? Okay, Super total Bowls? Super Bowls the Redskins have been to five, and they have won three of them.
1: And then they lost to the. Uh, the Dolphins, and they lost, and to, the they lost to the Raiders.
0: And then they lost to the Raiders because a bunch of guys were getting drunk the night before and partying too much. Okay.
1: For some reason, I always forget about the um, Super Bowl against the Dolphins. I think because when I was a little
0: kid, it was the first, like first Super Bowl I
1: really remember watching was the one against the Raiders, personally.
0: Yeah, the, the first one I really, really, really remember well I remember the, the first one, the second one where we beat the Dolphins. I vaguely remember the Raiders one. But the one I remember really, really well and the one that still always sticks in my mind is Super Bowl twenty two against the Broncos.
1: Oh, yeah, because I was old enough to get really pumped by then.
0: Yeah, and I remember my dad and I went to the cinema and draft house, now known as the Cinema Cafe, and went and watched it there with a bunch of Redskins fans and about eight Broncos fans. And, well, I don't have to tell you how that went.
1: Oh, something other today. Today is the thirtieth anniversary of the We Want Dallas game.
0: <laughs>
1: you know the one that was really? slightly bigger than the game we just had against Dallas to win right. the NFC East. The one the to NFC win the East. NFC.
0: Yeah, the NFC Championship game in '82.
1: Yeah, the We Want
0: um, Dallas 82. game. Yeah. Oh um, uh, man, you know what? I'm just I might like, I may have to go back and watch that on DVD this afternoon after we're done with this, just because you brought it up. Dude, the season
1: was totally worth it because of dudes with nothing else i mean it ended in a debacle but we beat dallas twice we won the division
0: and we, we sent the them packing five out of six wins against the nfc east and we beat dallas twice you know i went i was i stopped at a at starbucks a couple of days ago and there's there's a girl that works there that i see every now and then you know when i go in there and she's a big redskins fan and i went in there and i hadn't seen her in a while and she's just like hey baby And I'm just like, hey, she's like, I haven't seen you in a while. And I was like, yeah. She was like, what would you think of that game? And I was like, well, and I talked about that for a second. Then I was like, well, you know what? It doesn't matter because we swept Dallas. She was like, yeah, you right. You right. Mm -hmm. That's the way it is for all all Redskins fans, all of us out there. And they
1: got nothing to say to us.
0: I haven't heard a – they didn't say – I have not just in the stadium. The Dallas fans were unusually quiet from the beginning of that game all the way to the time when they all disappeared at the end. Yeah. But the Dallas fans, like, just in general, even the ones that have, like, the flags on their cars and stuff still, like the the few real fans that are out there of Dallas that I've seen here in Virginia, nobody says anything. No. There's still a few people wearing their gear because there are a few real, real fans. They got
1: spanked down on Thanksgiving, and then they got spanked down to get knocked out of the playoffs. What are they going to say?
0: Exactly. Bring it's been it. really, really nice to not have to listen to that. Bring it's it. also really, really nice to not have to, to, you know, have to listen to the Patriots fans right oh, yeah. now. It's like, also... I'm not a Patriot hater like you are, Aaron, but, I, God, the fans, they have so many fair-weather, obnoxious fans. I don't know if you were watching that game, but that stadium was empty oh, by yeah. the middle of the fourth quarter. They bailed on them so hard. Their fans are so fair-weather.
1: It's also really nice. It's also really nice to... Um... What was I going to say? I lost my train of thought. Oh, that we beat the Ravens and they're going to the Super Bowl so we can at least be like, yeah, well, we beat those scrubs. Yeah. Just like we did with the Packers a few years ago. And, and the Giants last year. And we the, Giants. the Giants. What, that's what I was trying to say in that text to you. I was like, the team that wins the Super Bowl oh. is always the team that we beat that same year, the last <laughs> couple of years. <laughs> we beat the Packers that year. We beat oh, okay, the Giants. that's
0: where I was confused. I was like, what? What about the Packers?
1: We beat the Giants last year. We beat uh, the Ravens this year. That's why I was like, the Ravens got to beat the Patriots.
0: Yeah, yeah. True. They spanked dude, them down. Dude, man. I, man, when Anquan Bolden left Arizona, I was like, God, we have got to get that guy. Oh, I knew. And now that they've – as soon as they got rid of Cam Cameron as the offensive coordinator, suddenly they realized, oh, yeah, we have – Anquan Bolden there, I think it's Caldwell, the, uh, the guy who was the coach uh, of Indianapolis, out your way, is now the offensive coordinator there, working his way back up. And uh, ever since he took over being an offensive coordinator in, in Baltimore, suddenly Pierre, or not Pierre Garçon, Anquan Bolden is turned back into a freaking beast like he was when he played for Arizona. It's fantastic to watch him, but it makes me go, God, we should have got that guy. Mm-hmm. He's always been a beast. He's not the biggest. He's kind of like Garcon, but Garcon's kind of like an Anquan Bolden Light right now. Maybe he'll be back if he ever decides to have surgery on his toe, which he still has not decided on yet. Oh, yeah, that was the other news I was going to discuss. He hasn't decided. I'm not sure what that's about, but hopefully. Well, probably
1: because he's learned to deal with the pain. Maybe he's wondering about a setback if he does get the surgery, and maybe he's like, well, I can just deal with it. I've learned to deal with it now.
0: Or like the doctor, or like like players are starting to realize the Redskins doctors aren't always right or always intelligent to do things like check people's eyes, Carlos Rogers, or tell uh uh, uh LaRon Landry he's got to have surgery for two years because his bone spurs are in his ankle, and then it turns out that's not really even the case.
1: Or tell RG three he can't go back in the game because he's going to mess his knee up even more. Uh, yeah. I'm talking so, to you, Mike Shanahan. Yeah, you right. Anyway,
0: um, So anyway, yeah, that's a that's, uh, – that's, uh, there you go.
1: So, okay, what, was, uh, what else was I going to say? I um, Can I finish?
0: Okay. Finish. Some other – Oh, uh, yeah, but I was talking about Anquan Bolden and oh, the yeah. Ravens. Yeah. And, yeah, Anquan Bolden. I mean, he's, he's, he's not the biggest. He's not like the rangiest guy, but he plays bigger than he is. And Garcon does that too. And hopefully if he comes back 100% healthy, he will be a bigger beast. Oh yes, he ended up being at the end of this year.
1: I remember what I was going to say. One more thing before we end this short, shortened podcast
0: for this that week. we're not really having.
1: Uh, I wanted to talk about all the positives going into next year that we didn't have in place this year. That is, Arakpo should be back.
0: Mm-hmm. Character should receivers. be receivers.
1: Character should be back, which will help the rotation on the defensive front. Jarvis Jenkins got a whole year of starting in because of the character being out. So now both of those guys are starters. Mm-hmm. Um Rob Jackson. Rob Jackson. I mean our linebacking core is suddenly strong.
0: We're really good on the on the outside linebackers. It's inside, I'm a little concerned about London Fletcher. This London, will probably so be his last year. It might be. So we should need be, to. We should, we should start pre, pre pre prefacing that with future Hall of Famer London Fletcher. Yeah, who who, who is that be. other guy
1: that we got the rookie that played really good until he got injured? Dante. Oh,
0: was his name, Robinson. Robin, Keenan Robinson.
1: That guy was. I forgot about him, man. Yeah. See, there's all these guys that get injured along the way that you tend to forget about until off season rolls around and you're like, oh yeah, we're gonna have that guy back, and that's what
0: Kenan, I love. Yeah, Keenan Robinson was getting it. Like he was really, you know, some guys don't don't get the three fours as well as other guys. But man, he was he was getting it right away. He was just like, I mean, he he was clicking, man.
1: Who was that safety that came in for one game and got re injured, but hit that one game he like destroyed people.
0: Merriweather? that guy. We're gonna have our drug addicts back. Well, I don't I don't know if we're gonna bring back, uh, what is it Tenar Jackson? Is that who it was? Yeah, something like that. Something like that. I don't know. I don't think he's he's out for a whole year. I don't know if they're gonna bring him back.
1: Anyway, we do have with Jamal Brown, he needs Davis. Jamal Brown, or Fred Davis, how could we overlook him? Uh-huh. I mean, people were all worried when he went down, you know, but then Ponyboy
0: stepped it up. People stepped it up. We didn't have that, like, that tight end you could rely on by passing to.
1: Well, those are the teams. The teams that have dudes that step up are the teams that
0: make it places mm-hmm. because yeah.
1: you can't always have superstars like we've already tried to do
0: like we've tried so many times, and like what the Eagles did the last couple of years, and we see how that... I mean, watching them was like watching us 10 years ago. It's like... All right.
1: It's like I've been learning in my systems theory class. A system is more than the sum of its parts. For example, if you have an automobile... Yes. This was the example they said talking about systems. If you took the, be- the, the car that had the best transmission, like say it was a Mercedes and then the car with the best engine, and say that was a Corvette, and you went all down the line and you took all those parts, the best parts out of all the cars and put them together, the car wouldn't work.
0: Because they don't work together.
1: Because they don't work together. That's what I'm saying. When you can have dudes that work together, they're far more superior than if you had all the best parts thrown together.
0: The difference between a dream team The difference between
1: a winning Super Bowl team and the dream team, because it's Mm -hmm. just a dream. It just doesn't work.
0: I think what you're trying to say is there's no I in team.
1: That's exactly what I'm trying to say. And by all these guys stepping up when they have to, Kirk Cousins, um, yeah,
0: right, Kirk Cousins,
1: everyone, Alfred Morris, even Evan Royster stepped up the f- the few times he had to play. Yeah, some key down first back. down.
0: Yeah, I mean we're we're we actually have a little bit of depth in some places.
1: And don't forget uh, the fullback Dar- Darrell Young. He had oh, some key um, plays in the season. Beast. I mean, everyone's stepping up, and I think RG3 is kind of like the dude that pulls them all together. Yeah. Because you always see him going over and talking to the defense and everyone else. He doesn't just, like, sit with his own little clique or anything. He's a leader.
0: He's just a leader. So, anyway. He is the exact opposite of Jeff George.
1: Do you, gotta, do you have anything to add? Because I need to get going and start going to class here.
0: <laughs> I need to take the dogs out for a wee before I go um, I think I think that pretty much sums it up. Uh, I think I guess we'll throw one together before the Super Bowl, but or the Pro Football Championship Game. We might, if not. But anyway, dudes, keep following us. We'll be on fifty-two weeks a year, more or less. Follow us on Twitter at, at @HarryHog. H a r r y Hog. You can email us at RedskinsFan at or you can you can send a personal one to Aaron at or John or josh at harryhogfootball.com or balls or balls fantasy balls oh yeah we gotta figure out what we're gonna send to a stud horse for winning the league this year we haven't forgot you dude
1: yep we'll talk to you guys hopefully next week uh Aaron Allen you just did podcast episode number 317 what are you gonna do now I'm going to Disney World (laughs) Bye -bye. bye bye
0: when you're there, if you see a Cowboys fan, Joker! Joke.